The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Live from New York, it's Mark the Shark with Bite of Reality on this beautiful Friday afternoon. Could be Friday, could be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday if we replay this. You never know. You know, as always, life throws you lemons and you try to make lemonade. So what we'll do today is just get it started. I know, you know, if I think I'm having a tough day, just think of Biden over in Saudi Arabia and what he's going to say to Mr. Pariah, the Saudi prince. That ought to be an interesting conversation. So you hate my guts, do you? And you want me to produce some more oil? What's the matter with Pennsylvania, Ohio? Oh, what about Oklahoma? Oh, wait. Oh, boy. That's why I don't care. We're not having a tough day. If I woke up on the right side of the dirt, it's nothing but a good day. So anyway, as you know, my favorite part of the show is the end. No, just kidding. (laughs) My favorite part of the show is the beginning with rhyme time. And as they say, take it away. Which way have we gone? We aren't quite sure. You want to get ahead. But by now, the genetics of men and women are no longer pure. Who is the man and who is the woman? We need to know. For what is gestation if you haven't figured out which bathroom to go? To sit or to stand if you are not quite clear. Perhaps we need another policy from the Biden administration this year. For we have a problem. That a solution we need. So tell me, how did you identify? Please don't make me plead. Your pronouns I can't remember. There is a certain circumstance. Perhaps I'll have to get back to you after we try and dance. If you tell, if you can't tell, who are you? How can I? I don't want to ask you. I just don't want to pry. For when I was younger, we did not have this question. When did this become an issue? Or is it just a recent suggestion? For if women can be men and vice versa, we can say... Then how is the government giving funds to minority women before men in any way? For when it's convenient and there's an advantage to be had, you can bet your sweet butt that real women are very glad. For if there's no difference, and then there's a question, don't give any money out based on gender suggestion. Are you not who you are? Then you are not who you want to be. It is quite literally confusing the poop out of me. For gender, the left wants not to be defined. When the liberals want an advantage, then it is clear the gender they want assigned. But that's not the way that gender should be. All this word side salad about gender can't be fluid, you see. Can boys now be girls? And then in the sports competitions, they will all lose. When men compete against women, it's just like which gender you want to choose. But the fact that this makes no sense seems not to be heard. For the radical left thinks if you object, it is absurd. So what do we do when we have come to this bridge? We have to push it over some more. Push it over just a smidge. So on to the real world where things are more clear. The climate activists assured us that the end of the world is very near. Climate, it's an existential threat. Never mind the real ones. Again, never mind the real ones. 
the dead bodies piling up in Chicago and other blue cities from all the guns. In the gun-free zones, just paint yourself with a target. You won't be able to defend yourself from the bad guy from the parapet. There are not enough police for the crime. They cannot protect us. So you better get religious and pray when the shooting starts because there'll be no time to discuss. The left says send in the counselors when the violent crime has occurred. Send in the body bags. The idea in reality is quite completely absurd. For only the left could come up with this plan. Defund the police while they hire their private security. Don't worry about you. Whatever police forces left, they will get there, get there when they can. The leaders in Washington, they forgot whose business they are there to do. They forgot the American people. It's their jobs, and they haven't a clue. Feckless and hopeless is not a plan that I want to see. 88 billion worth of weapons left in Afghanistan, which the people in Ukraine could use now. They would know exactly what to do. Biden has lost, and America is now in real trouble. It's now seriously apparent that our economic experts have a clue in their Biden bubble. So where does this leave us? A question. Can we survive? As America's hope for a future, will we, the people, be able to thrive? So Biden, he now takes a trip to the Middle East. Wonder what will be his first misconstrued words that will give the media another feast. We could not send Kamala. You all, you know already what she would do. Laugh and cackle at the wrong time. It's very sad to say it, too. So who could we have sent to be somewhat clear and concise? We had this election, spent all this money on a campaign, and this is all we got at this price. It's price that we paid that will really stick in my craw. For if the election had been fair, they might have even called it a draw. At least Trump could get out a sentence or two without angering people. The message was always clear. It's just every word he spoke for no reason drove the left crazy, I hear. Just ask, what did Trump do? And we'll never get a straight answer, you know. It was 24-7 barrage of fake media, his presidency. They did try and blow. But try as the left did, he managed to get a lot of things done for America. America done. He never lost focus as they made things up and threw everything at him they could find under the sun. For those that lied and the truth that they hid, no one has ever been prosecuted or even held accountable for all the horrendous things that they did. For America is now recognized what there that they are. Two kinds of justice, one for Democrats, one for Republicans. They're really not on par. When justice is two-tiered, and it's not meant to be. When Americans see this, the system is broken, very broken, you see. Instead of the lynch mob from January 6th with the fix, perhaps then they can fix the health care system, maybe use some of Joe's election tricks. Do the people's business, that's why you were sent there. Instead, you turn your ears off, and each side to America is not being fair. So stop the stupid. It's not my favorite word. It's not a personal challenge to you all. Please don't keep being absurd. So think before you vote. Know who you are sending. Because if we don't fix this country now, this country is soon ending. So now here it comes with a big round of applause. Rhyme time is at an end. Let's fix this. 
and apply all the old laws. So, what we have is a lot of problems in this country. And what in this country is broken? Well, how about pretty much everything? Let's take a look at it. Well, the economy? Nope, that's broken. How about oil production? Nope, that's broken. Gas prices? Nope, forget it. You want to fill up your car? Why don't you take the train? Nope, you'll probably be shot, mugged, or killed. No big deal, right? Everything's safe except if you take them. So this is a very important strategy. And for my block one, what I'm trying to get at is when this country was formed, we had an amazing bunch of people. And here's the difference that I now see in this country. In this country, the people that formed it had one purpose in mind, a singular purpose, to make America the best place on the planet, to give people the rights, the liberty, and the pursuit of happiness that they were entitled to, the God-given rights, if there is a God, the God-given rights under the Constitution. It's not some old document. It's not some ragtag bunch of thoughts put together. The problem is the people who we send to Washington don't understand this country. They're great at campaigning. Look at Pritzker, the billionaire. Why don't we get some more billionaires involved? They're doing such a great job for us so far, aren't they? You know what I want to do is I want to hire for the President of the United States the single parent with one child who has a full-time job, has a house and a car, and knows how to budget her monthly allowances that she gets from her boss. And yet she makes it through her life. We in America have forgotten what it is to be an American. We do not any longer appreciate what this country has allowed us to do and the privileges that we have in this country. And there's a very interesting part about what I'm finding as I research things for the show is everybody keeps talking about the Hispanics, or as Jill Biden would say, the tacos. You know, one of my best friends, Victor Armandiz, from On Point with Victor on America's Web Radio, he has it straight. He's got the points. He understands the gift that America is, because his father came here from another country. And when you come from another country, somehow or another, you begin to appreciate and understand America. Now, why is that that Americans now don't understand America and people who come from foreign lands do? Because they have been told that America is the greatest country in the world, the greatest country on this planet, and maybe in the universe. We don't know. Government won't release that information, but I digress. But what have we gained here? What are we gaining? We are gaining a population of people in American schools that have been taken over by the radical left that believes America is evil, that we're the bad guys. We've done everything wrong in this nation, except for the fact that we've done everything right, and they don't understand it. But they'll never admit that they don't understand America. Why is that? Because if they understood America, they'd understand the gift that we are the stewards of, the gift of the Constitution. And that's something that this country needs to get back to. When we send people to Washington, and I'll talk to the Washingtonians right now, when we send you there to represent the people, 
remember what you're there for. You're not there for petty politics. You're not there to get into your ideologue robes and your boxing gloves and put on a show for us. And every four to six years, you come back and say, vote for me again. Because guess what? People in America are losing faith in its government. If they haven't already lost their faith. And here's the one difference in America that I see now versus when it was formed. The people who represent America were a very special breed when this country was first formed. Thirteen colonies. And the people who formed this country had one thing in mind. A singular purpose, but they were civil to each other. They understood that their petty differences were not more important than we the people. Those giant words on that constitutional page, that should be a monument in Washington. That should be taller than the Washington Monument. We the people is what this country is. And when we have forgotten that, there will no longer be a country. You cannot exist without civility. And we talk about this on a lot of different occasions. We talk about we no longer teach civics. It's not even a matter of civics. It's a matter of being civil to each other. We've destroyed the primary object of civility. Where did you learn civility in your life? For me, it was in my family. When I got out of line with my brothers, when we got out of line, when we did something stupid, whack. We got whacked back into civility. And after a few whacks, and I know, listen, you know, I'm proud to say I have never, I have two daughters, I have never hit my daughters, but I can tell you this much, it probably was a lot easier to hit them than at one point for one of my daughters to take all of her stuff out of her room until she would enjoy the privilege of having everything back in her room by exhibiting good behavior. At the time, I thought it was a crazy idea, taking everything out of her room, literally, including her bed, so that she would understand that without me and my wife at the time, she had nothing. She had nothing but the roof over her head, and that's it. And everything else was a privilege derived from we the people in this country. And since that day, and it was a long haul, let me tell you, because she was a tough kid. Since that haul, she began to understand that it's unacceptable to be incivil, to be hostile, to be a... Uh, a really stubborn kid. Now, I was known as the last angry man when I grew up. I was the guy who was always angry until I got to where we were going, then I didn't want to leave. But I guess that's typical with kids. But here's the point of this whole diatribe, is we have forgotten who we represent when we get to Washington. Who are we? We're Americans. We're all Americans. Not some, not the others. We are all Americans. And what I'm talking about is you need to understand, and the people you vote for, don't just look at their blurb. Don't vote for the guy who has the most posters. Because that's what people do. We vote for the guy who has the most posters. Who's got the most advertising? Well, that's why George Soros is so successful in putting in the idiots that he has put in. Because he's bought your vote, people. When you have 400,000 commercials all over the country and you broadcast every five minutes and all of these dumbass media outlets 
CNN, MSNBC, the carriers for the Democratic Party, they might as well just change all their, their call signs to DNRNC. <laughs> it's like there's no separation between reality. And one of the things is that used to keep kind of things civil is the media used to ask poignant questions. They used to really delve into things. And, I, and I've talked about this sometimes in the past and probably in the future, too. There used to be a guy by the name of Roger Grimsby, and he used to do, I'm Roger Grimsby, and hear now the news. You never heard, I'm Roger Grimsby, and here's my opinion on what the news should be. You never heard that from anybody. You can't ask a question and get an answer anymore. You don't care about the answer. You don't care about the question. All you care about is getting the points across that you want to for your party. And that's a real sad thing. The media's original job was to hold our elected officials responsible and accountable. We'll pick it up right after this break. Stand by. In 2009, the membership organization Docs for Patient Care was founded. People all around the country wanted to participate in the efforts of this group, and they wanted to join, but they were unable to do so unless they were physicians. It's for this reason that the Docs for Patient Care Foundation was created. Now, everyone can join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients, dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. While you're at your computer, please go to www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docs4patientcarefoundation.org and make a tax-deductible donation and join the fight along with us. Thank you. Do you love classic and special interest cars? If so, listen to our podcast every Saturday from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time here on America's Web Radio or find us on your favorite podcast site, iTunes, Spotify, or any of the others out there. We'll talk about classic cars. We'll talk to car guys. We'll talk to clubs that are here at our facility here in Classic Auto Mall. And we'll also talk about Classic Auto Mall and how we can help you sell your classic or special interest car. So give us a listen every Saturday morning from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Thanks. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back. You're listening to Bite of Reality with Mark Deshaar. So right before the break, we were talking about the fact that America has no longer become civil. It's, it's tired of being civil, maybe. I mean, most republics don't last more than 200 years. We've far surpassed that at this point. But the question is... How have we surpassed it? By luck? By general stupidity? But our politicians need to understand their goal in life is not for their own private joy. It shouldn't be for their own private goals, although most of the time it is, apparently. And their party line should be less important than America's progress and America's greatness. Otherwise, they don't represent us. You know, civility... It's a purpose for everyone. If America, the greatest country on the planet, and our government is infiltrated and infected its entire society with this incivility, with the anger toward each other, and does that spur on crime? I think so. Let me give you an example of what I think part of the problem is. I'll give you an issue. All right? One of the things that struck me last week was 
President Biden, in one of his speeches, you know, everybody's all bent about abortion. Oh, my God, how could they possibly give the states back the right to do what they want? How could they possibly give the power away from Washington and give it back to the people? That's absurd. That's crazy. That's Looney Tunes. That's Looney. But that ain't true. And I'll give you an example of why I think this country has gone completely off the rails. Joe Biden, in his speech, talked about a 10-year-old Ohio girl who was raped. And, oh, my God, she had to travel out of state to get an abortion. A 10-year-old girl raped, and she had to go out of state to get an abortion. But Joe Biden's main focus and his concern, and apparently the only concern, was why she had to travel out of the state of Ohio. Because the bad people in Ohio said that there were no exceptions for abortion. You know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the great left-wing Supreme Court justice, for those of you living under a rock, she had a very interesting take. She thought that the government and the Supreme Court should have never decided Roe v. Wade and should have left the decisions with the state. She thought the decision came to the right aspects of where it should have been, but it was decided completely wrong. And why was that important? She said, because at that point in time, the states were trying to figure this out. And by taking any inkling of how to figure it out away from them and making it a federal guideline now, which was a constitutional question, what they did is they stopped. They inhibited the states from being able to work it through. And by now, 50 years later, the states would have figured it out. But what I'm talking about is Joe Biden, not once in his speech, ever mentioned the fact, first of all, that just for a side, a side note here, a lot of conservatives were questioning whether or not that was even true. Did he make this story up? Was it a made-up story just for politics? But see, both sides missed the point. Both sides not missed the point, because you know what my suggestion is? Well, my feeling is, it's a microaggression? No. My feeling is, is that they knew about this, but they decided to keep it silent from the American people, because they think we're an idiocracy. So what did they do? Gee, this 10-year-old girl in Ohio who was raped, and now apparently there are charges brought, well, guess what? Here we go, America. He was this... 10-year-old girl was raped by a 27-year-old illegal immigrant. 27-year-old illegal immigrant. Let me say that again. 27-year-old illegal immigrant. How do you stop the rape of a 10-year-old girl in Ohio? You stop letting illegal aliens into the country. Yeah, simple solution. Simple question, simple solution. But no, 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 no. People are going to say, oh, no, no, no. Mark the shock, you're wrong, you're wrong. Not everybody who comes across the border is a bad guy. Well, you know what? Tell the parents of that 10-year-old girl that the guy who came across, the 27-year-old illegal alien, isn't a bad guy. He's ruined that girl's life. He has changed her life. 
But what did we focus on in this country? What did the media focus on? The fact that she couldn't get an instant abortion. Do you wait to put out the fire until after someone starts it? Or do you grab the guy with the lighter and the gas can before he goes into the building? I'm not much of a criminal investigator, but I'm thinking grab the guy with the lighter and the gas can before he goes into the building. Let's not wait until the building's burnt down to put the fire out. But that's the Democratic Party. And, and for all, with all due respect, that's the Republican Party as well. It's both of the parties. And you know who's suffering from both of these inactions? That 10-year-old girl. Because the Republicans had an opportunity, the Democrats had an opportunity, but they fought. They forgot who we are. They're there to do America's business, not their business, and not monkey business. No, it has nothing to do with monkeypox. This is the problem. And I don't have a solution. The question is, how do we get the solution? They focused on the fact that she had to go out of the state to get an abortion, but they missed the basic bottom line point. What was the point of this whole story? Well, if you read the story, if you saw the story, if you watched the way Biden talked about it, the point was, my God, they just made abortion illegal in Ohio. But they're missing the point. And that's why this country is getting so messed up. The point is, is that whether one guy or 50 guys or 5,000 guys are bad guys, nobody has the right to come into this country illegally. It's just wrong. It's a state of chaos. When I hear our border czar say the border is operationally under control, I got to tell you, if he thinks that border is operationally under control, that he needs to watch and listen to bite of reality because he is completely out of touch with reality. Now, you want to sit in the Biden basement, in the Biden bunker, and think that what's going on on the border is operationally under control? Good luck with that. I heard a very disturbing statistic this morning that only about 30% of our border agents are actually patrolling the border. And that the rest of them are busy doing paperwork and babysitting kids at the border and grabbing people out of the river as they try to cross into America. So what was the solution? Well, we had a solution. There's already 1.4 million people that came into the United States since this year and over 2 million since Joe Biden's been president. Well, let's just say his body's been president. I think his mind never got elected. But in this country, we have a set of rules and laws. And going back to what I originally said is the two-tiered system when I had my rhyme time up. The two-tiered system doesn't work. And why doesn't it work? It's not even the fact that it's disparate treatment between Republicans and Democrats and those who break the law as a Democrat and those who break the law as a Republican. That's not the important part. It's that America has lost, lost faith in its judicial system. When you have judges berating police officers and berating, you know, what they do and then telling the criminals, I understand why you're committing the crimes because you're afraid of police. 
that is destruction that is an erosion of the bottom line of the base of America when you're siding with the criminals like a Gascon who's refusing I gather at this point he doesn't want to enforce the three time loser law in California well that's not working out too well is it now the problem is this is that we need to get back to the basics the good old basics of America and what was the basics of America it was civility it was transparency because let me tell you something if you think the Biden administration is transparent holy moly you also need to listen to Biden reality more often maybe you should keep playing them over and over again until a little bit of reality sinks in but we were concerned we were concerned about what we're concerned about America I'm concerned about America I think America for my children listen I'm on my way out I'm on the back nine Okay. By the time this country goes down the toilet and that flushing noise you hear, yeah, that's our country getting flushed. By the time it goes down, I won't be here. But I'll tell you what, we're going to take a short break and I'll be here right after that. So stand by. If you have lost a loved one and were left with a firearms collection and are not sure how to dispose of them safely, or you may have firearms you no longer want, this message is for you. I am a licensed FFL firearms dealer in the state of Florida, specializing in estate firearm purchases. It is very important that all firearm transactions be handled according to state and federal laws. You can contact me for information at firearmliquidationservice at outlook.com, or you can call or text me at 407-921-8100-247 and ask for James. Again, for information contact me at Firearm Liquidation Service at Outlook.com, or call or text me at 407-921-8100. All communications are strictly confidential. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army with training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering. And an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back with By the Reality with Mark the Shark. See, I told you I'd still be here. I know some of you were happy and some of you weren't happy. Well, that's the way it goes. That's what America is such a great place because you have the freedom of choice. You have the freedom of choice to turn me on or turn me off. Either Quick way. stakes. That's Q-U-I-K stakes are not just... I got something in the background there. <laughs> America's Web Radio. We're here. So... Right before the break, we were talking about, you know, the focus. And I know I'm spending a lot of time on this 10-year-old girl from Ohio. But the point I'm making, and I hate the word to be clear, because that apparently means I haven't anything really to say, but I just want to confuse you. But what I'm saying is they miss the entire point of what this means. It's not the fact that there was a bad guy. There was a bad guy that they let in. 
it's not an accident. It's not an accident. They let this happen, and now the consequences of it, they don't take responsibility. So if nobody's responsible for anything, what's going to change? Honestly, nothing's going to change. That's the problem. This administration is feckless. They're useless in terms of its role of leadership in this country. And it really needs to be resolved. And and if they need to invoke the 25th Amendment, I know it's already dusted off because they chased Trump around his office with it every other day. And that was for nothing. That was for garbage. That was for stuff that they made up. But again, no one was ever held accountable. That's okay. You can lie to the courts. You can lie to the FISA courts. You can lie under oath. You can lie to Congress. And that's okay if you're a Democrat. But if you're a Republican, expect to have an army of FBI agents charge into your house and take you into custody because you are a danger to the country. So I also wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, I, I know it's not a really big topic. You know, we've had to go to, you know, smaller forms of food. The, you know, when you used to buy a 16-ounce box of something, take a look at it. Now it's a 14-ounce box. Used to buy a quarter pound of something, now it's a pound less. It used to be four ounces, no, no, no. Now take a look at it. It's either three and a half or three ounces. And the price is going up. Gee, what a shocker. So how do we get by this disaster? Well, I know that all of the talking points for the Democratic Party of the last year and a half was, let me see, if you don't see a problem coming, and when you see it coming, you ignore the problem, and when you see it coming right at you, you say that's not the problem, and you ignore the problem, it's going to run you over. You know, and I use this, uh, I, I use this a lot, I say the light at the end of the tunnel, it could be a train coming right at you. I'm pretty sure that the Biden administration of all of their, our economic experts, our Nobel laureate experts in economy, in the economy. Well, you know what? They need to go back to school. They probably went to the same economic school as AOC because she hasn't a clue either. But what am I saying? They didn't see it coming. Everyone else on the right was yelling and screaming about it. They saw the economy going down the toilet. But no, 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 no. Biden kept telling you, wait, Janet Yellen, who's older than the history books that she's written, she kept saying, it's transitory. It's transitory. It's not going to be here long. Okay, well, it was, it was transitory until it wasn't transitory. And then it's peaked until it hadn't peaked. So let's see. About a year and a half ago, to, to give you a little bit of basis and stats here, about a year and a half ago, before Biden was so uh, egregiously elected, consumer price index inflation was 1.4%. Now, under the Biden idiocracy, it's 9.1%, up from a year ago. Oh, let me see, is that a rise significant? Well, when you go to the supermarket, now instead of buying 30 items, you can only afford to buy 10. You tell me whether it's significant or not. You tell me whether or not it's important to you. But what are we doing in this country? Again, going back to my first topic, my first insight into America. What are the people in Washington doing to fix the problem? 
Well, let's see. They're investigating the problem, right? No. No, 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 no. The January 6th committee, for those of you who don't understand it, the January 6th committee is not investigating. The January 6th committee, again, is not investigating the economic woes of America. The January 6th committee is not investigating the crime in America. The January 6th committee is not investigating the inability to produce our own gas and oil. No, no, and no. So what is January 6th committee set up for? Well, they want to stop the insurrection in America, the violence. Well, um, was there a January 1st committee or a January 5th committee that was looking into the BLM riots that caused billions of dollars of damage to cities? destroyed millions of businesses? Oh, no, no, no. It's more important to stop Donald Trump from getting into office. But let me ask you this. Is he even running? He may not run. And that would be a joke on America. The millions of dollars that we are spending on this January 6th, they say it was the insurrection. It was almost an overthrow of America. Well, you know, as... (laughs) As some of the experts have said, you need a lot more planning to do an insurrection than to just turn around and say, go down to the Capitol and take over the government. You know, I, I was listening to several of the news stations, and I think he actually had an article out, and I can't remember the name of him after. Um, but he had said that he had planned insurrections, allegedly, in other countries. And it takes years of planning to do an insurrection. But amazingly enough, Donald Trump was able to do it in one day. That's what they're afraid of. No, they're afraid of their own inadequacies. People weren't angry because Donald Trump didn't get elected. That's not what they were angry about. Again, once again, the Democratic Party and the Republican Party missed the point. They're not angry that he didn't get elected. They're angry about the frustrations that they have in their everyday lives when people ignore their problems and focus on other stupid issues, like January 6th. How many millions of dollars they've spent on this garbage? And how many hours they've spent reviewing and looking, but only at select things, it appears. No one's ever questioned Nancy Pelosi. She was in charge of the Capitol Police. She was in charge of the security at the Capitol. Interesting. Why has she never been interviewed? Why has she never been questioned? Why has she never been called to testify? Because, folks, they don't care. They want to try to stop Donald Trump. And they're going to go after him. They're going to continue to go after him. And honestly, as much as I'd like to see him run again, and I'd like to see him start and finish what he did and start to do, you know, again, four years, this guy had everything on the American platter that he could have done. And everything, they stuck a finger in his eye. And not only his eye, but America's eye. They stopped him from building the wall, which is effective. Ask Nancy Pelosi. She has a wall around her house. If it's not effective, take it down. Show me. Lead by example. Remember that? That's what our founding fathers used to do. Lead by example. But then again, who would want to break in and get Pelosi? Well, the the 100-year-old white woman who lives in the diversity location of San Francisco, she is, let's just say, you know, she's not walking out of any position unless she dies in it. 
You know, she's going to continue to be the same person she always has. Nancy Pelosi's for Nancy Pelosi. Look at her investment portfolio. Nancy Pelosi. You think she got that information by accident? No. She didn't get it by accident. She had inside information. But we're not going to go after her. So, on the other hand, if you... Now, here's the other thing. You know, now we, we kept saying... Inflation is transitional, it's going to be temporary, it's not this. Now now we're into the recession. Yeah, 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 it is happening. It is going down. We are in serious trouble. And the fact is that they keep yelling, it's not serious, it's not anything, don't worry about it. It's just a temporary thing. It's all garbage. We are in a recession. My only hope is that it doesn't become a depression. And how did we get here? Well, dumb policies, failure to recognize things coming at you like a bullet train. Yeah, absolutely. But why? Because the people we elected were stupid. We elected people who were either dumb or they didn't pay attention to what they should have been paying attention, which is we the people. They didn't do their jobs. Quite simple. It was really simple. If you don't do your job... You're not responsible for anything. So what happens? So things get out of control. They keep spending. Keep giving people money. Keep giving people money. What's inflation? Too much money chasing too few goods. Well, you know you have a supply chain problem. Well, if you don't, just take a look off any any one of our coasts and see all the ships sitting out there. You know, three years ago, you never saw a ship sitting offshore like that. Why? Because they were all getting unloaded and the goods were getting on the shelves. Now, they're all sitting. If you can get what you need, you can't even get stuff anymore. You know, I was at the drugstore the other day. Forget about the prices. At the drugstore the other day, they didn't even have medicine. They didn't have the things that you normally every day found. I mean, I'm more than half a century old. Never had a problem finding stuff in the store. Now, you can't get it. It's sad. It's true. So if you think the recession isn't here, wake up, America. Our lives are going to be worse. So the next time you walk into that ballot box, next time you fill out that little dot, dot, dot paper, do it because you're voting for your rights and your privileges. Do it because you want to make your life better. Not, don't vote for the guy with the most posters, because he's usually the guy who has less of a clue than you do on how to run the daily country. We got deceived. We really did. We got deceived. We got sold the bill of goods. I've said it before. We fell for the advertising. We were the chumps. We we fell for it. You know, he campaigned Biden from his basement, and he's still doing the same thing. They were already told. I was watching this morning. They said he's not doing any press conferences in Saudi Arabia, where he is right now with his hat in hand. Why is he there? Oh, oh, he's doing the, the Middle East tour. Oh, oh, really, really? No, listen, I don't know much about geography, but I know that Saudi Arabia is a little further away than Ohio, Pennsylvania, Oklahoma, Texas, where we could get the same oil. And in fact, I understand from taking a look at some of the news feeds and whatnot, that our production of oil is cleaner for the environment. We make the cleanest oil, but that's okay. We don't need to produce oil here because Joe thinks it's going to help in the transition. Well, listen, you know, a brick in the head is worth two in the bush, 
Is that the story? If transitioning to green energy was so fantastic, America's pretty darn smart. If it was reasonable, if it was economically feasible, Americans would transfer. They'd go over there. But you know what? That's not what we want to do. We want to pay attention to things. So pay attention to the commercials, and we'll be right back after these short messages. Quick Stakes, that's Q-U-I-K Stakes, are not just for surveyors. They are great for family and community gardens. Go online to www.quickstake.com or contact your local land surveying supply dealer and get you a box of Quick Stakes. You'll love them every year when you plant your garden. Again, that's Quick Stakes, Q-U-I-K Stakes, the truly preferred way to stake and identify what's in your garden now. If you love classic cars, you're going to want to listen to The Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio, live every Saturday at 8 a.m. Eastern at americaswebradio.com or on demand on your favorite podcast app. Hi, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schurz, as we talk about the topics that doctors talk about amongst themselves, such as Medicare, Obamacare, alternative forms of care, and health information technology. Join us every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back with Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. Yeah, you know, Mark. So, uh, right before the break, we were kind of figuring out what was going on with America. Can I can I and butt in here a second? Part of what I see that's that's a real problem here is we have this kind of underlying socialist agenda. What what I think they did originally was brilliant. I really do, and and I and I don't mean this in a negative or a. Um, you know, this is not sarcasm. I'm not holding up a sarcasm sound. You know, we should actually get a sarcasm sound, not a sign, because no one can see the sign. But what I would say is, our society is continually collapsing as we speak. We have the progressive side. You want to call it the ultra MAGA left? Hey, ultra MAGA, I like that. <laughs> ultra MAGA left, ultra MAGA right. Let's get a six pack of each and see how they come out. They believe they can do socialism correct. It, it's, it's, it's again, this socialism correct thing is, it's a hellacious mirage. It's a fallacy of the idiocracy that has infected America. Our young have been infected with this, this disease, this hellacious disease of socialism. Socialism basically is, is the project of warped minds. It is the Marxist-Leninist boy, The tongue's going off the track here, kind of like the economy. I think they're trying to take half off the tongue and then reduce it. But this theory of the collective ownership of everything is anti-capitalism. It's completely opposite of capitalism. When you are in America and you are thriving... They want to take what you have done and give it to everybody else. So the people who don't achieve anything, so the people who are mediocre, remember that word, diversity, mediocrity, and inclusion, well, they want to include your income in everybody else's waste. So they're going to put your income to the people who don't want to work, 
the people who don't want to do anything, the people who don't want to put in 12, 14, 16 hours a day to make it work. No, 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 no. They want to come along, and after you have done everything, after you have risked everything, they want to come in and they want to take it away from you. They want to say, hey, wait a second, be a nice guy, give it to us, because we deserve it. Well, guess what? America, stop coming with your hands out. Our youth needs to be taught hard work and ethics. A good thing also would be civility. You don't go out and smash somebody in the head. You don't go out and push somebody down the steps. Why? Because it's not a societal norm. When that becomes a societal norm as it's happening now, you're going to have to break down a society. This is what's going on right now. So your socialism theories and all the rest of that garbage... It's not what America is. And quite frankly, our system will not survive under socialism. You know, for instance, this this genius idea of the left, they call themselves progressives. I prefer to call themselves the loons, the lefty loons. They took all the police out. Yet interestingly enough, they've all hired private security. Well, why do they have private security? Well, to protect themselves. Protect themselves from what? Well, they're high-profile people. Well, walk down the streets of Manhattan these days, you'd also think you need private security because you might be a high-profile person because you're going to get attacked. The percentage of crime rising in this country, I don't know if anyone's looked at the statistics lately, it's a scary thought, folks. We're out of control. And you have people, you know, this this is the the next kind of irk that I'm going to have this week, is you have people in this country who really think that criminals are misunderstood. And for those people, what I would say to you, spend a couple hours over on that famous Rikers Island in New York City. Oh yeah, Rikers Island. Nice place to visit if you can get out of there alive. That's where all the bad guys go. And you know what? You know who they sent there? They sent that New York City bodega worker. Yeah. Jose Alba. They sent him there. Why did Jose Alba have to go to Rikers Island? Oh, well, let me go back through it from last week. Well, because Mr. Alba, 61 years old, was defending himself from a 30-year-old trying to kill him. And Mr. Alba, who was sitting behind his counter, minding his own business, running his store, was attacked first by... The guy's girlfriend, this guy who attacked him, Simon, and then Simon attacked him, came behind the counter, pushed him down. You have to wait until you're dead before you defend yourself in New York City? Well, maybe. Maybe. Alvin Bragg, our illustrious district attorney, he needs to go. You know what he does? He charges, this is great, he charges the store worker with murder for defending himself. Whereas the criminal who attacked him and the criminal's girlfriend who actually stabbed Mr. Alba has no charges against her. And listen, if you don't believe what I'm saying, go look at the tape. It's all over the Internet from several different angles now. And yet Mr. Alba was put into Rikers Island first on $250,000 bail. And then they reduced the bail to $50,000. Why is he in Rikers Island and why is he charged at all? This is what the problem is. And here's the bigger problem. 
the well, she was unelected. We have a we have a governor in New York. I don't know if all of you recall that our famous governor, uh, Mr. Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo, he was a very hands-on governor. In fact, he was so hands-on, he had to resign. Too many hands-on, too many people, too many females. Although it's funny, they understood what a female was when he had his hands all over them. But yet, <laughs> come to sports and they can't figure out what a female is. So now, Kathy Hochul, our great governor of the falling apart state of New York, has the ability, unlike California, where you guys have to go through all kinds of machinations, you got to go do a recall vote and you need a certain amount of signatures and they verify. In New York, we simplified the stupidity. Our governor, under our state constitution, can fire Mr. Bragg. So, has he been on deed? Has he been in, on indeed? Has he been looking for a job? No, no, no. Why not? Well, because he's still on the job. And why is he still on the job? That America is the greatest question ever. Because we in America don't understand that if criminals don't have a deterrent, same thing with Gascon, the three-time strike rule. If there's no deterrence, there is the inability to stop crime. You took away the cops. You defunded the cops. Brilliant idea. Good idea. How's that working out for you? It's not working out at all, is it? No, it's not. But what do we do? Now, the Democrats are trying to blame it on the Republicans. They defunded the police. But wrong, wrong, wrong. And then last week, apparently, I messed up uh, Shinzo Abe's name and reversed it. I wrote it down wrong. Must be that dyslexic problem. But my health care coverage doesn't cover that, so I couldn't get it treated. But the problem here is a bodega is not a bodega. Just ask Mr. Jose Alba. Our illustrious Dr. Jill, calling Dr. Jill Biden, in one of her great speeches about calling the Mexican people tacos, which was really, I got to tell you, that was brilliant, simply brilliant, you know. But in her speech, she further goes on to say the bodega as opposed to the bodega. Well, you know, how much more out of touch as a white woman can you get when you think it's a bodega? I mean, talk about mediocrity in our government. You know, we can't even... And, and you know, they write down everything for Joe Biden, including whether he should sit, stand, or they remind him that a person is there virtually so he doesn't shake the air with his handshake. You know... We really have to understand what we got here. We have a problem. And this country is in trouble. This mediocrity and diversity stuff, love it, love it, love it, but it cannot form the ability to destroy America. It's giving America a headache. You know, and I'm tired of hearing the Democratic talking points. Inflation is a global problem. If you understood the global economy, let me give you a brief economic lesson. The global economy is, A, America sneezes, the world gets a cold. That's it. It's very simple. When we are in trouble, the world is in trouble. We are the economic hub of the, the world, the United World, whatever you want to call it, that Stacey Abrams is in charge of, the United Earth. So whether you're on the right side of the equation or the left side of the equation, you should be inclusive when it comes to finding a common ground. 
Stop jerking around in Washington. Stop living in nowhere land. No matter which side of the equation you're on, you need to come to the conclusion that the left and the right need to be equal in order to get anything done. That's just a mathematical probability of 100%. So whether you're a Democrat or a Republican, do we the people matter to you? When you wake up in the morning in Washington, you need to ask yourself that question. And if we the people don't matter to you, then you need to get out of Washington. Because that's who is important in this country. That is the country. Understand, when you're in Washington as a representative, you're not the country. We are the country. We the people. I'm telling you, we have to build like a 60-foot monument that says, we the people. And maybe we'll do it right outside the Capitol, like a wall almost. So that every single freaking day that they're there, they walk out of that building and they see the sign, we the people. So at this point in time, it looks like we're out of time. Time flies when you're having a good time. So I think that, again, going back to my equation, both sides, the left and the right, you gotta be equal to get in touch with America. You gotta understand, you need to get it done. So I wanna thank everybody for listening for this week. Thanks for listening to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark, and I hope you have a great week. Thank you for listening. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.